1: Michael Mayer has announced that he is uh, heading to the NFL. Uh, He is going to enter the NFL draft. It does not say anything in here about him playing the bowl game, but uh, I don't anticipate him playing the bowl game. He says the time has come for me to start the next chapter of my career. I'm excited to uh, announce my intentions to enter the 2023 NFL draft. So Michael Mayer is officially going into the NFL draft, uh, which is not a surprise to anyone. But I, I just I think now is a time where and when Ryan gets back we'll we'll dive into it further. But you know now is a time to kind of really discuss just just what we saw the last you know however long from him. I mean what I what I don't th- what I think Notre Dame I think Notre Dame fans understand this, but I think that it's worth discussing what we saw the last three years was true greatness a kid that at Notre Dame with the tight end history that they have set every single single season and career mark at tight end and for receiving. And he did it in three years. Wild. I mean, it's just, it is special what he was and it's not even just the talent, Ryan, but it's also one of those things where you're talking about a young man that did it the right way. He was a leader. He was a great teammate. I've told stories about, you know, where I've, I've talked to parents, of true freshmen on the team this past year Mm -hmm. during summer workouts where they would say, you won't believe what happened uh, today. And I'm like, oh, yeah, what's that? He's like, so my kid, who's a true freshman, a defensive player, who (laughs) is probably not going to play this year, he's like, Michael Mayer just stepped, like, knocks on his door, and he's like, you're working out with me today. And it's just, it was like, because he was just, he's showing the kid, number one, you're a valued part of this team. Number right. two, I'm going to show you what it means to work at Notre Dame. I'm going yeah. to show you what the expectation is for you at Notre Dame. That is leadership. Michael yes. Mayer only really in this era of, of of me, 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 could have just been like, I'm going to go get mine because I'm going to be a high draft pick next year. But He sure. didn't. You yeah. watched that kid after they lost games, when he had good games, he was crushed. Got Not it. because he didn't have enough catches, because he cared about winning and losing. And yeah. more than the stats and the production and all that stuff – Those are the things that I'm going to remember about Michael Mayers. This is a kid that gave everything he had to Notre Dame emotionally, leadership-wise, and as a football player. And that's what, to me, Ryan, truly makes him special.
0: We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
3: Yeah. I mean, Brian, I think that that's, and I think that's what some people underrate him in the draft circles at times, right. From the Twitter perspective, because there's some things about Michael Mayer's game that you can't really quantify into, you know, a 40 time or what his vertical is going to be. Cause I mean, look, there's a reason he is as good as he is. He is a good athlete overall, a very good athlete overall, six, four plus 265 pounds, Physical as anything Right and you see, that af- you see that After the catch you see that winning at The catch point as a receiver And then the improvements He had as a blocker down the stretch now Lead you to believe like hey man he can be A really nice all around Tight end at the next level an absolute weapon The All the numbers he put up All the awards he's won Very deserving obviously of everything That he's been able to put together But it's just I think this is a testament to the worker he is, right? The, the extra stuff that he does on the side, the, the things that he does not to make it about himself, that he makes it about the team. Because I, I always push, I always point back to the Cal game where he hits the, I think it was a safety with this like nice little, you know, head fake and gets up the scene wide open and Drew Pine ail- airmails it for an equally pass. And, you know, most guys that are in his position where they are. They're the premier player on a team. They're the heralded player. They're a potential first-round pick. Those types of guys would go up to a, a quarterback and be like, what the heck, man? Like, let's go. Like, make that throw. Michael Mayer doesn't do it that way, right? He doesn't sulk. He gets, he comes up to that guy and he says, next play, right? Like, come on, Drew. I got you, man. You're my dude. Like, let's do this type of thing, right? And I think it's a testament to the type of person he is. He exemplifies everything that you want Notre Dame football to be. It's not only is he a great player, a great athlete, a great performer, he's also a really, really good kid that plays the game the right way, plays it in a physical nature, dominates, and he does all those things that make him a completely special football player. And he's going to be a great player on the next level. He's going to be a first-round pick. And I, I would say this too, Brian, Like to, to make the decision this way, right? Yes, I think it was kind of a no-brainer to – declare for the draft now and to not play in the bowl game and do all that type of stuff. But, you know, based upon the person that Michael Mayer is, it's a serious conversation that he had to have with the support system around it, with the agents, with with the parents, with his family in general. I am going to assume that Michael Mayer gave it some serious thought to Maybe I will want to suit up for one more time with the guys. Yeah,
1: I I think that there was a period for that, but I think at the end of the yeah. day, especially once they lost to USC, it it, it was not really going to be a, a conversation. I think it, it it for a while there, I think it could have been, it, but I do think that there was at least a thought in his head because this is a kid that loved playing for Notre Dame. But by the by the time the USC game came out, it was like it, it's time to it's time to move on. You know, you don't go ah. risk something for the Gator Bowl, but if there was a kid that was going to be that way, he would have been it, right? Because you mm-hmm. you, you mentioned just how how much he loved this team. I'm going to ask you this real quick, Ryan. Uh, what do you see for him as best fits in the NFL moving forward? I, I mean, I think the thing that makes
3: I think the thing that makes Michael Mayer such a great football player is the fact that I don't think there's really a bad fits, right? I mean, there's going to be definitely some teams that are more spread outs where they're going to ask a guy to maybe be a little more detached and be. You know, maybe a little more of a, a scene buster that Michael Mayer hasn't really been utilized. But I would argue that Michael Mayer has those attributes to him where he could be a scene buster. He doesn't have to just be a short to intermediate guy where, you know, the physicality is something that really separates him. I think that he can fit in a multitude of systems. The most, the most obvious spot that I've seen him or one of the most obvious is I've seen – Houston Texans be a spot that people have kind of mocked and mock draft them to a little bit because they don't really have a tight end right now for Houston. They have like Jordan Atkins and Brevin Jordan who just haven't been super productive at the tight end spot. I've also seen him mock to teams like Detroit's and the, with the lions with trading TJ Hawkinson to the Minnesota Vikings this season. They also are in the need of an influx of talents at the tight end position for their team. Cause I mean, he fits kind of what Detroit's building their 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 style on, right? Like Dan Campbell is a really aggressive, um, animated person. So getting a player like a Michael Mayer who's incredibly physical and brings that demeanor, I think that those spots can make a lot of sense. But, I mean, honestly, Brian, you asked me that, and I'm just like, what team doesn't need a Michael Mayer? Right. Like he could do so many different things and so many things. Well,
1: and I, and I, I get that for like big picture, but like the Kansas yeah. City Chiefs, are they really going to look at him? You know what I mean? That that sure. was kind of the thing is like the schools that you, or the, the programs like in that 15 to you know 10 to 20, 20, mm-hmm. 25 range. I've seen him mocked as low as 23, as high as 13, just yeah. kind of that kind of thing. I, I mean, I know as a Broncos fan, their tight end room <laughs> has kind of been depleted over what you yes. thought it was going to be in recent years. -hmm. I wouldn't mind seeing a Michael Mayer there. You know they could certainly use some help, but they need a lot of help as well. You know, really good move trading away the number four overall draft pick for Russell Wilson. Real good job, guys. Uh, Which obviously they didn't know is who the number. You want to hear something funny? I saw I saw a great stat right now
3: (laughs) through eleven. I think it's eleven games of the NFL season right now. I think that Russell Wilson is on pace for less touchdowns than he has rooms in his new mansion that he purchased. So <laughs>
1: less touchdowns than rooms he has in his house. I actually saw that tweet. It's incredibly petty, but also very yes. true. Uh, very, very true. So, you know, the yeah. thing that the, the, the thing that I talk about, Ryan, um, uh, you know, I think the one thing I thought going into the year is like, okay, he is who he is as a player, right? Mm-hmm. Um and I think the thing that stood out to me was during the year I was critical of his blocking early in the season was not good, but it had never been really good. That was one thing where people said, "Oh, he's a really good block. I'm like, no, he's really not like he, but as the season progressed, you saw him be, get better and better and better to the point where by the end of the year, it was a strength. Yes. And the reason is, is like, he had no reason selfishly personally to do that. It was not going to necessarily improve his draft stock a whole lot because that's not why you're recruiting him to be a throwback, run blocking, block nine techniques guy. You're, you're recruiting him to be a pass game weapon, right? A different kind yes. of pass game weapon than a Brock Bowers per se, but a pass game weapon. He did it because that's what his team needed because he mm-hmm. saw we're going to be a running team. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And I needed up my game to help us be good at that. And again, it just speaks volumes about not just the talent, but the type of player Notre Dame got out of Michael Mayer.
3: Yeah. He reminds me so much of, and you know, I like comparisons when I think they're good. (laughs) So I'm making a comparison that I think is pretty decent. He reminds me, Brian, because I think that people have this false opinion of Jason Witten because they remember Jason Witten at the end where he wasn't as athletic anymore. But when Jason Witten came out of Tennessee, he ran a four, six, seven, like he was a very athletic kid, right? And I, but I think that the best part of Jason Witten's game was the physicality, the dependability, strong hands, finish through contact, all those types of things. And I see that a ton in Michael Mayer's game. I think that he brings that large frame, the ability to win through contact, the physicality after the catch. And then what Jason Witten was is, you know, when Jason Witten came out of Tennessee originally, he wasn't the best blocker in the world. He was serviceable, he was solid. But he ended up by the end of his, by the middle to end of his career with Dallas, he would turn into arguably the best all around tight end in football because of the level of blocking and then also the little level of dependability and physicality that he brought in the passing game. So people always ask me, like, who do you see in Michael Mayer? I see a lot of Jason Witten. And that's the best versions of Jason Witten. Cause again, Witten was a much better athlete than portrayed because they remember later in his career where, you know, foot speed wise, he fell off the, Fall off the cliff a little bit, but Michael Mayer can move well in a straight line. He's incredibly physical and he's really loose athlete too, which I think people also don't give him enough credit for. Cause I mean, Brian, we've seen some routes where it's just like the, you know, kind of the, uh, the shake route at the top of the route where, you know, just gives him a head nod and hits up the seam. Where he makes some safeties look absolutely stupid in man-to-man coverage, like he has that
1: type of upside. So I think well, we saw run that routes. a little bit against Boston College late in the year as well. Yes, is yep. we saw him with some of those outcuts where he just would stem, stem, stem them and snap that thing off to the outside, <laughs> and you're like, okay, that's yeah. some twitchiness right there. You didn't necessarily know that he that he that he always had. He he kind of used his strength a lot of in his career. He started to show off his athleticism as a route runner much more this year than he had in the past
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and NA member FDSE.
0: Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Do you want to
2: again, wrap up it,
1: Michael Mayer yeah. and then we'll get back to the mailbag, but I wanted, I wanted to do justice to Michael Mayer as yes. you know, now he's declared. For
3: sure. And I, I think that for me, tight ends, I, I, I Guys that rank high for me or that I grade out well are guys that can do a, a variety of things, right? I, the more you could do, the more value, you, valuable, excuse me, that you become. And I think that for me, Michael Mayer can win as a route runner. He can win with his size and physicality in the air. He could also run by, you know, if you're putting linebackers on him all day, he has enough athleticism where he can, you know, move past them with his foot quick foot speed. So you win multiple ways in the air and combined with the fact that he is continuing to develop and getting better as a blocker so the more you can do the more valuable you are and I think that Michael Mayer has shown glimpses and a lot of flashes to be able to win in multiple ways at the next level so uh, again I don't we don't speak in absolutes in NFL draft world but uh, you, you can you can pencil Michael Mayer in, in as a first round pick without a doubt you can write that in pen could he go in the top
1: 15 to 20 I think it's very possible yeah, I I would like to see it, obviously, for his sake, for his sake. But I'm not I'm not the draft expert you are, so you'd have a you'd have a better idea of where that is. So Ryan, anyway, a uh, lot of news today. Obviously, Notre Dame lands Brandon Hillman. That's a big thing. Uh, Michael Mayer head of the NFL Draft. I don't think anybody's surprised by this. I don't think anybody was sitting there thinking like, gee, I, I wonder if Michael Mayer's going to come back for another season. Honestly, I think if he would if he would have come to Notre Dame staff, I think they would have been like, dude, we love you. We'd love to have you back, but you know, no, nah,
3: Brian. On. We've seen it. We've seen it in this chat, though, man, where people talked about Michael Bay coming back. It's just like, did they really? I didn't see yeah. that. Yeah, it's been said. It's been said. Yeah. No. Yep.
1: No, I mean, if you care about him and you care about the team, then you you want him gone because the worst thing that could happen is then you know he comes back and something happens and he's yep. gets hurt. You know exactly. that would be that would be very very bad, very 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 bad. So let's um let's, let's so. Michael Mayer gone to the NFL, ends his career as Notre Dame's all time leader in catches, receptions, and receiving yards, and touchdowns for a tight end. Also set the single season record in 2021 for catches and receiving yards for a tight end. Set the touchdown record for a tight end this season after tying it last year. He also set the freshman record for tight ends as catches and receiving yards. And this season, he had the second best single season mark for tight end and catches and receiving yards only bested by his own 2021 season. So it just kind of puts into context just how dominant Michael Mayer was in an era where Notre Dame has been really good at tight end in the last, yeah. even just the last 15 years. I mean, you just go back to well, the last 15 I, years, I, will I take us like back for, to, to 2007 yeah, you know, I think that was the last year, John Carlson's tenure at Notre Dame. You know what I mean? Yep. And then Kyle Rudolph and then Tyler Eifert, and then you had Ben Koyak, you had Durham Smythe, you had Cole Komet, you had Brock Wright, couldn't even get in the two deep at tight end at Notre Dame. And yet he's a starter in the NFL right now. Tommy Tremble. and the fact that I mean Eifert was heads and shoulders above all the others, mainly because mm-hmm. Rudolph just couldn't stay healthy. I mean, Rudolph yes. was really good when he was healthy, he just couldn't stay healthy. Tyler Eifert was hands down the best. So for a guy to come in and I think be unequivocally better than he was, at least from a production standpoint, it says a lot about how good Michael Mayer was. I think we could have a conversation about you know, who who was the better impactful player. That, but statistically, it's not really close. I mean, no. Tyler Eiffert's best season wasn't as good as Michael Mayer's second best season if we're just looking at production. I mean it wasn't. It's he had wild. fewer ca- like 63 catches for like 803 yards and four or five touchdowns. Right? That's that's what Michael Mayer did this year with twice the touchdowns
3: basically. I, you know what else too, Brian? Last note I have on this season is that I think it's still pretty wild that Michael Mayer had the season he did when there wasn't a clear second option in the passing right. game. Right. A or guy that's just a great like. Great situation, pull, a quarterback to give him the ball. Yes. Like pull the coverage away from him. Right. Like you knew, and I know some people will be like, well, yeah, but he's the main target. Yes. But when you're the main target and
1: the other, the other team also knows yeah. it, it's <laughs> easier to stop you. <laughs> like Right. Yeah. Well, because, like, last year you could say, look, you understood why he was able to get open as much because you had to worry about Kevin Austin. You had Avery Davis. You had Kyron Williams coming out of the backfield. Kyron Williams is a runner. You know, yeah. you had Brayden Lindsay at times. You know, Brayden Lindsay had over 30 catches last year. the end of the year, the freshmen started to step up. You know, Lorenzo Styles started making more plays. So there's a lot more to kind of pull away from, you know, mm-hmm. touches from him. And this year, so you can say, well, you okay. It makes sense why his production was better last year, but it wasn't that much different. It was 71 to 67. He only played 12 games last year too because he missed the Virginia Tech game. So it was 71 to 67, 840 to 80. What did he have this year? 80, 805 this year. Was that what, is that what it ended up being? His receiving numbers ended up being, so. I think it was 67 for 805 is what I thought it was. Let me just pull it up here real quick. It was 809, 67 for 809. Nine touchdowns in a time when, as you said, Ryan, everybody in the stadium knew you have to stop 87 and still couldn't do it. I mean, BYU was clearly trying to stop Michael Mayer and they still couldn't. couldn't. And, you know, that's just, that says a lot about the kind of success he had.